This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast on this Wednesday morning, October the 5th, 2022. Another beautiful day in the Midwest. We got blue skies this morning. The stars are out. A little bit chilly in the morning, but hey, it is October after all. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. If you haven't subscribed yet, you can head over to AffirmAmerica.com, put in your email address, we'll let you know when a new episode comes out. we got some good things coming in the future here, just doing a little bit of editing. All right, these are your top five headlines for this Wednesday morning. Let's start off with headline number five. New HBO Max Scooby-Doo movie depicts Velma as lesbian. The children's show will appear on Cartoon Network. NBC. The creators of New Scooby-Doo movie have finally depicted Velma as a lesbian on screen after years of speculation about the beloved character's sexuality, but no definitive portrayals of her as queer in the popular cartoon franchise. Velma crushes on another female character, a costume designer named Coco Diablo, in a Halloween special trick-or-treat Scooby-Doo that was released online Tuesday and will debut on Cartoon Network on October 14th. From the New York Post, the company isn't the only one to increase queer visibility in children's entertainment of late. Earlier this year, Disney's Reimagined Tomorrow announced a push for 50% of regular and reoccurring characters across the Disney universe will come from underpresented groups. All right, well, it's in your face, in your face wokeism. Yeah, we got to show everybody that uh, being a lesbian or a queer is normal. It's a normalcy issue, trying to make us perverted as a nation. We need to wake up. This stuff is getting completely out of hand. It's destroying the brand of Disney, in my opinion. The fact that they're making a big deal about this, which is a very small percentage of our population in the first place. And it's really creating issues. It's creating more anxiety and depression and suicidal tendencies among our young people. A lot of confusion. And the increase in transgender surgeries, transition surgeries, are on the increase as a result of this wokeism. And you really wonder if it's not intentional and if it's not nefarious. So let's keep an eye on it. All you patriots out there, let's not uh, let the woke crowd run over us. It's time we speak up. Hey, it was during the Nazis that when people were silent, they came after everybody. All right, headline number four. Gender transition surgery industry can balloon up to $5 billion by 2030. Grandview Research, the U.S. sex reassignment surgery market size was valued at $1.9 billion in 2021 and is expected to expand at a compound annual growth rate of 11.23% from 2022 to 2030. The rising incidence of gender dysphoria and the increasing number of people opting for gender confirmation surgeries are expected to boost the growth during the forecast period. 
From the Daily Wire, the industry surrounding transgender surgeries is expected to reach $5 billion by the end of the decade. While insurance companies such as Aetna and Unicare may cover some components of sex reassignment surgeries, including hysterotomies and ovaryotomies, Grandview Research said that government support is also driving the market through Medicare coverage. Okay, so this is the big problem here, you see. We just talked about Disney and Scooby-Doo, and now it's creating an industry uh, being driven by the almighty dollar and these hospitals getting into it because it's very profitable. Project Veritas exposed a lot of this, and also on TikTok, we've seen the same thing, that as this continues to be promoted and accepted, like the fact that we have a transgender individual at the head of the Health and Human Services Department here in the U.S., promoted by the Biden administration, just creating more of this dysphoria, and that's why it's on the increase. becomes a fad, a trend with young people. They're already full of anxiety and confusion. They're looking for a way to feel wanted and appreciated, and by changing their gender seems to be something that gives them some kind of false acceptance or false praise. And it just fans the flames of this dysphoria and creates an entire industry for these hospitals. The children's hospitals around the country are also uh, very much promoting this in Philadelphia and also in a lot of the Midwest states. So it's something we need to keep our eyes on. It's a very serious problem. We all know that this is not the right direction we need to go into, to head into, and it's only going to create more pain, more suffering, and more dysfunction, and more breakdown of the family. All right, headline number three. Report shows armed citizens deter active shooters more often than the FBI claims. Fox News, a new report from the Crime Prevention Research Center, argues that the FBI's data contains massive errors when tracking active shooting incidents, undercounting how often armed citizens have thwarted active shooting situations over the last eight years. Data released by the nonprofit shows that 34.4% of active shootings were thwarted by armed citizens between 2014 and 2021. However, FBI data show only 4.4% of active shootings were thwarted by armed citizens during that time period. From the Washington Examiner, analysis by my organization identified a total of 360 active shooter incidents during that period and found that an armed citizen stopped 124, said John R. Lott, president of the Crime Prevention Research Center. Lott found that when he adjusted and corrected the numbers, the percentage of shootings were stopped by a legal gun owner, jumped from single digits to 34% to 49%. He also argues that gun-free zones were a hindrance to good data and defenses that, if eliminated, would boost the percentage of shootings stopped. More signs that the FBI has been partisan. We, we found that they have been uh, cooking the books, cooking the numbers, we heard about the white supremacy issues that the FBI whistleblowers have been talking about, that those were overblown, the numbers were cooked to keep the narrative going that white supremacy is a big issue in the United States by the Biden administration. These woke Democrats, these radical leftists are, are playing all angles, and the FBI is just one more incident 
cooking the books on citizens' action when they have armed citizens stopping massive shootings. I think it's important to understand the real facts here and not to cook those numbers to promote some narrative. So the FBI needs to be uh, rebuilt. Midterms coming up here, folks, in 34 days. We need to vote these guys out. That's our power. We the people, we need to stand up. We need to put them out of power, and we can do massive committee hearings, get to the bottom of all this, root it out. It's not pretty. It's not what you want to hear, but it has to be done. We need some house cleaning to be done to get this country back on track. Otherwise, we're going to lose it, plain and simple. All right, headline number two, Biden working on government model for woke policy for companies. Fox News, the Biden administration is working on a national strategy for establishing diversity, equity, and inclusion policies for the government that officials hope can be used as a template for companies and other organizations throughout the country. The Office of Personnel Management, OPM, last week convened the first meeting of the Chief Diversity Officers Executive Council, a group that includes diversity officers from several federal agencies. The council will work to implement and sustain a government-wide plan for encouraging policies that support diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility in government hiring and employment. However, the OPM also said it wants to ensure the government is our country's model of excellence when it comes to implementing DEIA policies. Well, the Supreme Court's coming up here pretty soon, folks, to begin their deliberations on cases. I hope this one comes up here under the Supreme Court and really sets these guys straight because this this equity and inclusion is is racist to the hilt. It's not what our founding fathers wanted. These woke ideas are just creating more division, more inequity, and it's something that is not what we need and it's proving itself to be that way as it rolls out in not only our local corporations and the cancel culture and all the things that we all know, the critical race theory. It's all Marxist ideology at the root. It's a cancer. It's a virus that needs to be cut out. We need some strong chemotherapy to get rid of it. And that starts on November the 8th, Election Day. Everybody needs to get out and vote these guys out. And uh, this is another example of why we got to do it. All right, headline number one, Elon Musk moves forward with Twitter buyout at original price of $54.20 per share. From Bloomberg, Elon Musk revived his bid for Twitter Incorporated at the original offer price of $54.20 a share, potentially avoiding a courtroom fight over one of the most contentious acquisitions in recent history. Musk made the proposal in a letter to Twitter, according to people familiar with the matter. Shares in Twitter climbed as much as 18% on the news, and trading has since been halted. Benny Johnson, Elon Musk reportedly makes a proposal to proceed with deal to buy Twitter at $54.20. Trading of Twitter shares halted. Okay, so we can only hope that uh, Musk turns this Twitter business back in line with where it should be. Free speech, open communication channels, get rid of all the bots, get all, get rid of all the shadow banning, all the things that have censored free speech. Hopefully it'll become the, the platform that we can all count on as a public arena of free speech where we can share our thoughts freely without being censored and canceled 
and it's uh, a good thing. Let's hope that uh, uh, Elon Musk can pull this off and that it can be a start of a revolution here to put big tech back where it belongs into a box of free speech, constitutional originality, and keep America great as the country it has always been. All right, those are your top five headlines this morning for this Wednesday, October 5th, 2022. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Marquise Vandermark. Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it. 